Hey, this is Pastor Stephen, lead pastor of Jesus is Alive CMNB. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. We really hope that today's teaching encourages you, inspires you, and empowers you to follow Jesus like never before. Let's go check out today's message. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Ready na po ba ang inyong mga puso, ang inyong isip, ang inyong notebook, ang inyong ballpen? Amen. Praise God. What's so amazing about God's grace? Ito pong phrase na ito, hindi ko po ginawa. Sapagkat two or three years ago, may binabasa kami libro ni Jenny entitled, What's So Amazing About God's Grace? Kinuha ko lang yung title. It was written by Philip Yancey. He was a good author as well. And uh, that book really transforms the way we think about Jesus Christ. What's so amazing about God's grace? So uh, right now, kinokopya ko yung title na yan because I really believe that nowadays, parang tinatanggal na yata ni Satan ang amazing sa amazing grace. It seems like the grace of God is not so amazing as it was before. So I, my objective for this afternoon is to bring back the amazing in the amazing grace. Amen? Amen? Sabi po ng 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 10, verse 5, Let us cast down every imagination. Actually, the right Greek is every thinking. Let us cast down every thinking and every high thing, every stronghold. Okay? Every stronghold that exalts himself, itself, pasensya na kayo King James ang gamit ko dito, against the knowledge of God. Sabi ni Paul, let us cast down our thinking, yung ating pag-iisip. Let us lay it down sa ating Panginoon. And every stronghold, let us lay it down sa pana ng ating Panginoon. Because sabi niya, it is against the knowledge of God. How many of you believe most of the time, ang ating thinking ay madalas against sa knowledge ng Lord? Because how many of you believe His ways is not our ways and His thoughts are not our thoughts? His thoughts are always above our thoughts. How many believe that? Sabi yan, uh, cast down every thinking. Ako naniniwala mga kapatid na ang battlefield ng isang Krisyano ay nagsisimula sa isip. Amen? Lahat yan. It always, in fact, science tells us na malaki ang makagawa if you think right, you will live right. Maraming mangyayari kapag ka tama ang iyong pag-iisip. Pag tama ang takbo ng iyong pag-iisip, especially when you are a Christian, and thinking about good things about God, it will change a lot in your life. Kaya sabi ni Paul, let's cast down every thinking. And one thing I realize is that ang thinking natin, our body, our body is composed of three parts. Body, soul, spirit. Body is the physical. Spirit is the one we communicate with the Lord. And the soul is our emotion, our minds, and our will. Yan yung magkakasama yan in one soul. So I really believe na ang mind natin at ang emotion natin magkatagpo yan. Ibig sabihin ko ba parang related sa isa't isa. Though most of the time, ang nananaig, emosyon. Ang nananaig madalas, puso. Sabi nga nila, ano bang pipiliin ko? Puso o isip. Diba minsan nagtataka tayo, but I believe na ang puso natin at ang isip na, sorry, ang isip natin at ang ating damdamin ay may parang, uh, ano ba tamang salita? Magkaakibat ba? Lagi silang, uh, may epekto sila sa isa't isa. Do you understand? Let's say for example, naglalakad ka, at sa paglalakad mo, sa mall, may nabangga ka. O may nakabangga sa'yo, I should say that. May nakabangga sa'yo. Di ba minsan, kung normal kang tao, pag nabangga ka, nang alam mo na mga luwag-luwag ng daan, biglang tataas ang dugo mo. Nagiging super sayang ka bigla. Yung galit mo, yung emosyon mo, tumataas. Kung sino ka man tao ka na bumangga sa... Parang yung emosyon mo, bigla-biglang tumataas. Okay, nagdadrive ka, biglang may kumat, walang signal-signal. Natapakan yung paa mo. Habang nag-worship kayo, natapakan. 
natapakay pa ang biglang emotion mo tumataas ang normal na tao ganyan yung galit mo yung fury yung yung galit mo biglang tumataas galit na galit ka pero matataka ka kapag kagalit na galit ka nakita mo ka churchmate mo pala yung nakabangga sa iyo magugulat ka yung galit mo na galit na galit ka biglang bumababa ah interesting pagka hindi mo kilala yung galit mo nagtutuloy ano ba hindi ka pa tumitigis sa dinadaanan mo pero pag kilala mo lalo kong taga church Sabi mo, Hello ka ba? Sister, kamusta? <laughs> diba biglang-biglang, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, yung tindi ng galit mo, biglang bumabagsak kasi you recognize the person. Amen. So I really believe in my heart na ang ating emotion is connected to our minds. If, na, na, na ang isip natin can, okay, can control our emotion. Do you believe that? So ibig sabihin, if we will cast down our thoughts and cast down our thoughts we also cast down our emotion and also sabi diyan strongholds and bring it to captivity ano ibig sabihin ng bring it to captivity para bang pagsamasamahin mo lahat yang thoughts na yan lahat ng strongholds na yan at ibihag mo itali mo eh sabi diyan bringing to captivity every thought saan daw to the go ahead to the obedience of Christ ako dati nung binabasa ko to sabi ko parang grammatically mali yata Kasi dapat, sabi dito, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience to Christ. Pagsunod natin sa Diyos. Mm. But interestingly, ang sabi dito, obedience of Christ. I'm not against obedience, pero ang point dito ay hindi obedience mo, kundi obedience ni Kristo. Clear? Clear? Ibig sabihin ng isang Kristiyano pala na nilalagay niya yung kanyang thought, yung kanyang mindset, yung kanyang emotion, sa ginawa ni Kristo sa krus, sa kanyang pagsunod sa krus ng Kalbaryo 2,000 years ago, it will change your life. Amen? That's why yung battle sa mind natin, it becomes effortless and easy. Change become, becomes effortless because it's not about you changing you, but it's all about God changing you. Amen? Because you put your thoughts and emotion to the obedience of Jesus, not your obedience. Is that clear? Is that clear? Sabi mo sa atin, obedience. Now, si Jesus Christ, when He rose again from the dead, the first time He appeared to the disciple is in John 20. Sabi na John 20, verse 19. Then the same day, the same day na mag-rose again si Jesus from the dead, at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled. Ibig sabihin, ito po yung kauna-unahang meeting, kauna-unahang service ng simbahan, ng true church, natin sa buong mundo. It is the very first Sunday service of the disciples after Jesus rose again from the dead. Pero magtataka kayo, sabi dito, the disciples were assembled for fear. Look at that. Hindi sila nag assemble to glorify God. Hindi sila nag-meeting to give glory to God. Kaya sila nagtitipon dahil sa takot nila sa mga Jews. Amen? But how many of you believe even that meeting na nag-ugat sa fear it costs us na hanggang ngayon we are meeting not for fear now, but for the glory of God. Amen? For fear. How many of you believe, mga kapatid, na ang takot is a sin? Fear is a sin. Do you that? Ano sa Bible, maliit o malaking kasalanan, sin is sin. Clear? Ang kasalanan, kasalanan. Though may degree, yung, yung kinategorize, may kategory kasi ang sin. Let's say, for example, ang sexual sin is may higher consequences, sinabi ng Bible. 
may higher consequences lahat ng sexual sin above sa ibang sin. Clear? Pero sa Revelation, may sinabi si John doon na may kategory ang sin na itong mga kategory nito kapag dumating ang end times, ang paghuhukom, lahat ng mga may kasalanan sa kategory na ito ay tatapon sa dagat-dagat ako po ay sa impyerno. At alam nyo kung ano yung una itatapon na kategory ng sin? Fearful. Yung mga unang matatakotin, sila ang unang itatapon sa impyerno. So, ibig sabihin, fear is sin. The next category is uh, unbelief. Fear and unbelief. This is interesting kasi we thought na dapat una is sexual sin and all that, but the first big, because I submit to you na fear is the root of all sin. Hmm. Amen? Interestingly, pagka, pagka buhay na maguli na ating Panginoon, ang unang in-address niya is yung sin ng fear. Amen? And you know what? After this, if you read pa sa mga susunod, after this, the next week na nag-gather sila, ang dinil naman is si Thomas because of his unbelief. See that? There's no coincidence in the Bible. Everything is divinely orchestrated. And sabi niyan, for the fear of the Jews, and then Jesus came. How many of you believe pagka dumating na si Jesus sa eksena? Nako, delikado na ang mga jablo. Kapag si Jesus dumating na sa sin, may magbabago sa takbo na istorya. Kasi they are afraid of the Jews and then Jesus came and stood in the midst of them. Nasa gitna ang ating Panginoong Diyos because Jesus loves to be always in the middle. Sabi ni, ni John sa kanyang vision, I see Jesus. When we go to heaven, Jesus is the centerpiece of heaven. Amen. He stood in the midst and sabi ni Jesus, Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Alam niyo, nung si Jesus, bago siya mag-suffer at the cross, ang huling abili niya sa mga disciples is that, My peace I give to you. My peace I live with you. This is the peace that this world cannot give. I live with you. Ibig sabihin, ang first na ginawa ni Jesus is to give peace to His disciple. I will give you peace. That's His part. Pero what is our part? Sabi nung last part, but don't let your heart be troubled nor be afraid. Ang part ni Jesus is to give peace to you, pero ang part mo is don't let your heart be troubled. Nako, deadline na naman ang bayaran. Don't let your heart be troubled. Nako, may problema yung anak ko. Don't let your heart be troubled. Delikado to, baka mag-collapse ang buong church. Let, don't let your heart be troubled. Neither be afraid. Amen? Parang sa three idiots, all is well. Amen? Pero sa Christians, <laughs> don't let your heart be troubled. Pero magugulit yung sabi ng Bible, the first thing that God gives when He rose again from the dead is peace. Mapapansin niyo mga kapatid, hindi ni-rebuke ni Jesus sa mga disciples sa kanilang takot. Hindi nila kinestyon ang mga disciples sa kanilang ginagawa. Ba't kayo nagtatago dyan? Ang first statement niya, Peace be with you. Kasi ang Lord natin always gives. Amen? The first thing He always does is give. Tignan peace be with you. What's that? Giving. Giving peace. Giving peace to all of us. Don't you love our God? He is a God who don't demand, don't ask questions. He just gave you. Amen? In fact, John 3.16 sabi naman, For God so loved the world that He gave. Amen? Sobrang mahal tayo ng Lord. The word sa John 3.16 na, world there is cosmos. In fact, ang ibig sabihin ng mga kapatid, God so loved not just the Christians, not just the good people, but God loved the world. Cosmos, universe. Ibig sabihin, whether you are good or not, He loved you. Unfortunately, for your enemy. Because God loved the world that He gave. What a God. Ano yung binigay niya? Only bigaten son. Kaya ikaw, kapatid, bigaten ka eh. Kasi binigay ng Lord na kanyang bigaten son. Amen? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, bigatin ka. 
Kasi binigay ng Lord sa iyo ang kanyang bigatin saan. Amen? Sabi, He gave His one and only. Ano sa sa Bible, sabi nga dyan, uh, itong word na to only bigatin is hardly used. Amen? And used here in John 3.16 to emphasize na hindi option ang binigay ng just sa atin, pero kundi yung talagang yun na lang ang binigay niya pa sa atin. The heaven's best is given to all of us. Madaling humingi ng piso kapag may 1,000 ka, mabibigyan mo ako ng piso, right? Pero kung 1,000 na lang pera mo, hiningi ko pa yung 1,000 mo, magdadalawang isip ka ibigay sa akin yun, kasi yun na lang ang meron ka. Agree. But you know what? When God gave Jesus, I don't know if I should say this, but the heavens are bankrupt because the heaven's best is given to all of us. The best for you. What's reason? Sabi niyan, that whoever, ay sa salitang whoever, lahat qualified. Amen? Amen. Alibaw, sabi ko, magbibigay ako ng isang milyon sa sino man, whoever, na magsasabing pogi ako. Oh, wala. Ibig sabihin ng mga kapatid, pwedeng engineer ka, pwedeng architect ka, pwedeng clerk ka, pwedeng wala kang trabaho, pwedeng hindi ka patapos ng trabaho, pero whoever will say pogi ako, will have that benefit. Ah, yun yung sabihin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Pero ang point is this. Sabi ng Lord, binigay niya ang kanyang anak, hindi para piliin ang ilan lang, para bigyan ng tsansa ang kahit sino, wow, na maniwala sa ating Panginoon, sa kanyang ginawa sa krus ng Kalbayo. So, ibig sabihin, lahat tayo may chance. Hindi selective ang Diyos sa hindi niya piliin. Oh, ito lang mga mabubuting tao, ito lang yung mga medyo hindi, hindi okay na tao, wag yan, exempted yan. No. He gave a chance to everyone. Whoever believes in Him will not be perished but have everlasting life, abundant life. Eternal life, everlasting life, it's, it's not just a destination. You can have everlasting life, eternal life, abundant life here on earth. You can have heaven on earth because of Jesus. Whoever believes in Him. Wow. Kung whoever yan, includes, kasama ba yung kaibigan mo? Yes. Kung whoever yan, kasama ba yung kapitbahay mo? Yes. Kung whoever yan, kasama ba yung kaaway mo? Unfortunately, yes. Because whoever believes in Him will not be perished but have everlasting life. Amen? This is, God initiates this. Nobody demands God to give His Son. Nobody. But God initiates. Kasi sabi ng Romans 5.8, God demonstrates His own love for us. Ano pag sinabi mo demonstrate? Hindi ka lang puro sat-sat. You demonstrate. You show. Do you agree? Do you agree? If you love somebody, it shows. You give. Amen? Sabi niya, God demonstrated His own love towards us that while we are still dead, sinners, sabi niya, Christ died for you and I. Ibig sabihin niya, mga kapatid, alam niyo, ang isang taong patay, dead, ang isang taong patay, he cannot help himself. And he cannot ask for help. How many understand that? Ang isang taong patay, hindi makakahingi ng tulong at hindi niya matutulungan ng kanyang sarili. Amen. So, paano siya hihingi ng tulong? Walang chance. Pero sabi ng Lord, while you are still dead, you are still sinners, Christ rescued you and died for you. He replaced you. Amen? He, he died on your behalf. Kasi alam ng Lord, you cannot do, on your, you cannot do it your own, on your own, you cannot help yourself, you cannot ask for His help. Ano, lahat ng bagay na nangyayari sa buhay natin is by God's grace. Pati yung kakayahan mong manalangin ng acceptance sa ating Panginoon is by God's grace. Pati yung hangin na hinihinga natin is by God's grace. Ano ibig sabihin ng God's grace? You don't deserve it, but you have it anyway. Amen? Can you imagine, hindi ka nagpapapasok sa school, pagkuha mo ng card mo uno. That's grace. 
Sabi mo, nagkarabi teacher ko, napakamawa. Ay, no, hindi yan mercy. Tawag dyan grace. Yung hindi kanya binagsak, yun mercy. Pero yung ginawa ka pa niyang uno, yun grace. Amen? Hindi ka nagpapapasok sa trabaho mo. Itong kinisenas, pagtingin mo na sweldo mo, walang bawas, kahit pag-ibig, hindi binawas. SSS, hindi kinaltas. Wow, grabe. Miracle. Sabi mo, grabe naman yung boss ko, napakamaawain. No, it's not mercy. It's called grace. Yung hindi kanya sinesante, mercy na yon. Pero yung hindi ka na niya sinasante, binigyan ka pa ng sweldo kahit di ka pumapasok, grace yun. Kasi ang sabi ng Bible, when sin increase, grace abounds much more. Kung malaki kasalanan mo, mas malaki ang grace ng Lord. Pag binuksan mo ang kwartong badilim, binuksan mo ang ilaw, hindi lalamunin ng dilim ang ilaw. Ilaw ang lalamun sa dilim. Because God's grace is always greater. Amen? In fact, yung mga Israelites, nung tinakbo sila from Egypt to, to uh, Promised Land, first encounter is Red Sea. Sabi nila, Moses! Ba't po kami dinala dito? Kulang ba ilimigan doon sa Egypt? Bakit? Dinala mo pa kami dito para mamatay? Si Moses naman, God! Anong gagawin namin? Sabi ng Lord, kuhanin mo tungkod mo, itaas mo, at mahahati yung Red Sea. And true enough, nahati yung Red Sea, nakawala sila. Pagkatapos na nag-celebrate sila. Sayawan sila, fantastic baby. Party people sila eh. <laughs> Amen? That's grace, isn't it? Then three days after, three days after nila makalabas sa Red Sea, three days after naglalakad sila, nakuha sila. Sabi nila, Moses, gusto mo ba kami patayin sa uhaw? Three days lang may miracle. Ngayon nagko-complain na naman sila kasi gusto raw silang patayin ng Lord sa uhaw. Sabi ng Lord, kuhanin mo itong tree na to, yung puno na to, ilagay mo dyan sa mara na yan at tatamis yung tubig. Three. Three. Jesus has hung on the tree. If you put Jesus on something bitter, the bitter becomes sweet. Amen? So sabi ng Bible, nung nilagay yung tree sa tubig, tumamis ang tubig. Saya na naman sila. Fantastic, baby. <laughs> then after a few days, they're walking again. This is before Mount Sinai, ha? This is even before Mount Sinai. They walk again. Paglakad nila, nagutom naman sila. Sabi nila, Moses! Papatayin mo ba kami sa gutom? Grabe. Kailan lang na-re-encounter nila? Papatayin mo ba kami sa gutom? Sabi ng Bible, from now on, starting tomorrow, I will rain bread in you. And in the New Testament, the true bread came by Jesus Christ. Amen? Papasin nyo, every complaint may blessing. Complaint, blessing. Complaint, blessing. That's grace. They don't deserve that. But God gave it anyway. That's grace. Amen? Gracious ang ating Panginoon. Amen? God demonstrated His own love that while we are still sinners, Christ died for you and I. Pwede mo tapayin ka tabi mo sa kanya, namatay si Kristo para sa'yo. Amen? Sino rito na pagpapala ng Panginoon? Okay. Galing ng Panginoon. Alam sa Old Testament, before Jesus came, before Jesus cried out, finish at the cross, as ang instruction ng Lord sa, sa atin is that, Kung gusto mong patawarin ka, you learn to forgive others so that God can forgive you. Para patawarin ka ng Diyos, magpatawad ka muna. That's in the old. Pero ngayon, New Covenant, sabi ng Bible, magpapatawad ka kasi pinatawad ka ni Kristo. There's a change of motivation now. Kasi kung magpapatawad ka, para papatawad, para patawarin ka, magpapatawad ka, ang, ang, point, ang point dito is sa'yo, sarili mo. You look at yourself. Amen? Eh, ang tao ma-pride eh. Do you agree? Humble ako, humble. 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 
Ang, ang humility, hindi nakikita sa panlabas. Humility is in the heart. Amen? Minsan niya, pag sinabi mo palang humble, hambog na kagad yun eh. You, a, a true person na may humility cannot really say, I'm humble. Amen? Agree? And humility is not denying your strengths. Sabi, ang galing-galing mo kumanta, pre. Uh, pause pa nga ako nito eh. Humility. So much for humility. Right? Hindi Ang humility is being honest with your weaknesses. Humility is saying, Lord God, I cannot. So take over, Lord. That's true humility. Amen? That Christ came. Amen? And died for all of us. Wow! And same chapter, Romans 5, on verse 12. Tatalon tayo ng chapter. Sabi niyan, Therefore, as through one man, sin entered the world. Sa pamamagitan ng isang tao, sin entered the world. Sino kaya itong tao na ito? Sa pamamagitan niya, pumasok ang kasalanan. Noah, Abraham, Moses, or Adan? Adan. Very good, very good. Kalapakan natin sa tingin natin doon. Maganda yon. Tama, tama yung sagot nyo. Amen? Kasi sa pamamagitan ng kasalanan ni Adan, pumasok ang kasalanan. Now, sa, sa Bible, especially in Romans, especially if you're reading English Bible, you must be very careful. Kasi sa English Bible, at tulad natin, pag sinabi mong kasalanan tsaka nagkasala, magkaiba. Pagka makasalanan, noun yun, ikaw yun. Pero pag nagkasala, yun yung verb, ginawa mo. Agree? Agree? Yung noun kasi is name of, okay class, name of person, place, or thing, or events. Noun. Pero ang verb is an action word. Ibig sabihin kapag sin na verb, yun yung mismong ginawa mo. Yun yung mismong inaction mo, kinumit mo siya. Agree? Sa Romans, 40 times na binanggit ang salitang sin. Pero 2 times lang binanggit ang sin as verb. Amen? So you, you have to be very careful sa pagbabasa. Kasi sabi dito, as true one man, sin. Sa pamagitan ng isang tao, sin entered. Ibig sabihin yan, yan yung noun na sin. Yan yung nasa DNA natin. Na kahit wala ka pang sin na verb na ginagawa, wala ka pang kinukumit na sin, may sin na kagad. You understand? Amen. Kaya pag nagpawis ka, maalag kasi may asin. Hindi oh. <laughs> ko na-joke yun eh. May sin. Okay? So sabi rito, dahil sa kasalanan, dahil sa verb ni Adan na sin, pumasok ang sin. Entered the world. Ang tawag dati, ang tawag na ibang scholar dito is prison exchange. Sino rito nung hindi ka pa-Kristyano, kahit hindi ka pa-Kristyan, may nagagawa kang kahit isang mabuting bagay sa buhay mo. Isang mabuti lang. Siguro naman di kayo naman kayo ganun kasama. No, kahit hindi ka pa Christian, meron kang ginagawang mabuti. Agree. Pero question, yung ginawa mo bang mabuti na yun nakatulong para maligtas ka? No. No. Because you're in a prison called sin. Hindi tayo makakalabas doon unless Jesus opens it up for us. And right now, He is now putting us to a new prison called grace. Amen? What a wonderful God we have. Amen? Sabi niyan, sin entered the world and death through sin. Death. Ano nyo yung death? Wala sa talaga sa plano ng Diyos yan. Because Jesus is life and resurrection. He doesn't meant for us to die. Wow! Immortal tayo dapat, mga kapatid. Kung hindi pumasok ang kasalanan. Kaya siguro si Adan, pagdating sa langit, todo security yung bahay niya. Pagbabatoyin siya ng mga Kristiyano. <laughs> because of him. Sabi natin, unfair naman niya, pastor. Dahil sa kasalanan ni Adan, lahat tayo nadamay. Yes, unfair. Pero mas unfair, si Kristo Nagpapako sa krus, lahat tayo nadamay. Yun ang unfair. Ay sabi ng Bible, because of sin, death 
entered. Amen? Ako, even alam nyo, ang aging, ang pagtanda, is not meant by God. Hindi yung gusto ng Diyos sa atin. Kaya ako naniniwala, pagdating sa langit, lahat tayo mukhang bata. Kaya ako naniniwala, si Lord, hindi mukhang matanda. Katulad ng iniisip natin. I think He looks young. Because in heaven, you don't age. Dito, you can suspend aging. But there, there is no aging. Because there's no death in heaven. Sino gusto mapunta ng heaven? Ngayon na, ngayon na, ngayon na. Amen? Kaya sabi yan, death through sin, and thus death spread to all men because all sin. Unfair. Next verse. Next verse. For until the law, sin was in the world. Bago pa man ang Ten Commandments, you're referring to Ten Commandments, ang sin nasa mundo na. Wow. Ano sabi ng, but sin is not imputed. Ibig sabihin ng imputed, nilagay, hindi sinise, hindi ginawa sa'yo na ikaw ang may kasalanan o accountable dito. It's not imputed, there is no law. Simple, simple illustration lang yung ganito, kapatid. Kapag walang batas, walang kasalanan. Yes, sir? Amen? Pero ang sabi ni Paul, the strength of sin is the law. Ang kalakasan ng kasalanan is through the law. Magtataka ka sa isang pader na kalagay, bawal magtapo ng basura, doon maraming basura. Sa isang pader na nakalagay, bawal umihi dito, doon mapanghe. Because the strength of sin is the law. Pag may law, yung katawan natin, yung sin sa ating katawan, hindi sumakawala niyan. And he wants something na, kasi the strength of sin is the law. Let's say for example, may group of people o mga gangster, talagang malulokong tao, malulokong bata. Tapos yung bahay mo, eh puro glass, puro salamin. Transparent yung bahay mo. Then ang ginawa mo, doon sa bahay mo, nilagyan mo ng sign. Huwag kayong, huwag niyong babatuhin ang bahay ko sapagat ito'y salamin. Ano yung ina-expect nyo kapag dumaan tong grupo ng tao na to, na loko-loko, at dumaan sa bahay mo, nakita nila, uy, bawal daw batuhin, tara batuhin natin, boom! <laughs> Babatuhin niya because the strength of sin is what? Dalo. Huwag mo lagyan ng note, magugulat ka, hindi nila mapapansin. Is it clear? Is it clear? This is interesting because, wait, Kapag ka pinag-uusapan natin ang habag ng Panginoon, parang may mainis sa puso natin, parang nare-relax tayo, nare-rest tayo. Napapansin nyo yun? Every time we talk about God's love, something in our hearts na nagbabago, parang may kakaiba sa puso natin. Totoo ba yun? In fact, even the songs we sing, kanina kinakanta natin, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, taas, that savor wretch like me. Di ba kahabang kinakanta natin yan, parang it warms our heart. Totoo? Amen? Amen? Magugulat ka rin yung John 3.16. Kahit bata kayang i-memorize. Is it as if tinutulungan ng Holy Spirit? Ang kahit bata, para ma-memorize ang John 3.16. Pero tayo matanda na, ang Ten Commandments, di natin makabisa. Amen? This is interesting. There is something in the Gospel, I believe. Kaya nga sabi ni Paul, I'm not ashamed in the Gospel for it is the power. There's something in, in the Gospel. The Gospel is the power of God into our salvation for those who believe. Amen? Kaya tingnan mo, walang songs. Wala akong narinig na song about Ten Commandments. Thou shall not commit adultery. Thou shall not kill. Thou shall not steal. Parang hindi rhyme. Parang ang hirap kantahin. Imagine niyo dito sa church natin. Let's raise our hand. Thou shall not kill. Hallelujah. Well, ang hirap eh. You cannot, your spirit cannot flow. Kasi alam mo, there's something wrong in us. We are already corrupt and hopeless. But every time we sing God's love, something powerful happens. Kahit even the worst sinner can say, I love God. Even the worst sinner can feel God's love. Because God's love is so powerful. And that's exactly my job for this afternoon. 
maramdaman niyo ang yakap ng Panginoon eh. Amen? Sino rito ang piling niya niyayakap siya ng Panginoon ngayon? Diba every time we talk about God's love, parang kakaibang nangyayari sa buhay natin, di ba? Parang bumabata ka, kumikinis ka, ano joking? Parang, parang lahat ng kolesterol bumabagsak. Wow! Because God's love has power. May kapangyarihan ang gospel ng ating Panginoon. It is the power of God unto our salvation. Amen? Wow. How many of you are ready to receive God's love? In this place. Sino rito gustong maramdaman ang pag-ibig na ating Panginoon? Amen? Amen? The, the grace of God changes everything. Binago ng grace ng Panginoon ng lahat ng bagay. Ano in the Old Testament, may isang story doon kung saan tinatransport nila, binabiyahin nila ang Ark of the Covenant. Ang Ark of the Covenant ay parang chest, parang treasure chest that signifies or symbolizes the presence of God. So every time na yung chest na yon o yung parang treasure chest na yon ay mapupunta sa isang lugar, parang yung lugar na yun nagiging blessed. Okay? So one day, David commanded his entire entourage to bring it, bring it back sa kanyang karian. So itong mga group of people, daladala nila yung Ark of the Covenant. And suddenly, yung, yung karuahe na pinaglalagyan ng Ark, which is, first of all, wala sa rule na kailangan ilagay sa karuahe yung Ark. Okay? Ang sabi ng Bible, nalubak yung karuahe at tumagilid yung Ark. At dahil sa pagmamalasakit nitong isang taong itong pangalan Usa, gusto niya saluhin eh. Ayaw niya mahulog. But you know what? Sinalo niya and he died. Namatay siya eh. Amen? So many people saying, is that so harsh? Para sa pagtas, ako nilililive, God is saying a message to all of us na God doesn't need help. You need help. Kung meron man dapat sumalo sa atin, hindi tayo ang sasalo sa Diyos. Diyos ang sasalo sa atin. Amen? Hinawakan niya lang. Sabi ng mga kasama niya, Usa! Patay si Usa. <laughs> yun na lang nagawa nila eh. Usa! Patay si Usa. Pero magugulat ka in the New Testament, yung isang babaeng dinudugo for 12 years, sinawakan si Jesus, hindi siya namatay, napagaling pa siya. Amen? Ang isang ketongin ang hinawakan ni Jesus, imbis na si Jesus ang magkaroon ng ketong, si Jesus ang nakahawa ng kagalingan. Because God's light is always greater than the darkness. Sabi nga ng Bible, light overcomes darkness. Amen? Ako naniniwala mga kapatid, anumang darkness na meron sa buhay mo ngayon, anumang struggle in life, you just need Jesus eh. Because Jesus can change the game for you and I. Amen? I mean, I'm grateful for God's grace. Amen. Grateful for God's grace. Bite ng Lord, no? Amen? Ang bite ng ating Panginoon Diyos. And, and, and because of God's goodness, many, many Pharisees ang na-intimidate na, eh. Kasi sobrang bait ng Lord. In fact, may story sa, I think, Luke 13. I was reading it last night. Sa Luke 13, na may isang babae na sabi ng Bible, he has a spirit of infirmity. Ibig sabihin yung sakit niya is not because may sakit talaga siya. Kasi may demons sa kanyang katawan. Because, and that spirit of infirmity made her bow down. Nakaganon siya. Hindi siya maka, maka, makatayo. Nakakuba siya ba? 18 years. Ako, ako, nanin, ako naniniwala, there's no insignificant. 18 is 6 plus 6 plus 6. Because that's the spirit of the demon. I believe. Kapag ang spirit ng demon na possess sa'yo, you cannot look up. You cannot look to heaven. You always look down. Clear? Ang sabi ng Bible, habang si Jesus nagtuturo, tinawag niya yung babaeng ito. Ang sabi niya, hindi nga sinabing heal eh, be healed. Ang sabi niya, set free. See? Because it's not sickness, it is bandage. Hindi lahat ng, ng sakit natin ay sakit talaga. Most of that is bandage ng enemy. So sabi niya, be healed. 
Ang sabi ng Pharisees ba naman, no? nanonood? Ikaw naman, no? I'm just paraphrasing. Ang daming araw pwede magpagaling. Ba't ngayon mo pa pinagaling? Sabbath. Ang na-appreciate pa nila, na-violate ni Jesus yung law kasi dapat hindi ka nagpapagaling o kumikilos ng Sabbath. Alam mo, sagot ni Jesus sa kanila. Sabi ni Jesus, hypocrite. Mga hypocrite oh, sabi ni Jesus. Kayo ba hindi nyo tinatanggal ang inyong mga donkey para painumin kapag Sabbath day? Bakit nyo kinu-question tong babaeng to na pinagaling na 18 years of bandage? In a sense, parang sinasabi ng Lord, mas compassionate pa ba kayo sa donkey nyo kaysa sa babaeng to? <laughs> Amen? Look at that. The compassion of Jesus bends rules. Amen? It bends rules. Kasi alam niya eh. And there's a lot of story na pagaling si Jesus on the Sabbath and He was questioned. But He was saying and referring to all of us, He's saying to all of us, He can do anything for you and I. Amen? Because of His love and compassion for you and I. Bite ni Lord. Sa Luke 15, we all know this story. In verse 11, sabi niyan, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of good that falls to me. Amen? Sabi niya, hindi na, uh, give me the portion of state that, that is due to me. Ano sa Hebrew, that's a strong word. Sa Tagalog, parang ganito yan. Daddy, hindi na ako makapagintay, mamatay ka. Bigay mo na yung ko para mapagbigyan na yung trip ko. Parang ganun yung gusto niyo sabihin. And when you get your claim, when you get your share, hindi mo lang basta kinukuha ang mana mo para mo na rin sinabing, I'm not a part of this family anymore. So, kinuha niya. And because of the extravagant love of the father, binigay niya naman yung share ng kanilang state. One-third sa bunso, two-thirds sa panganay. Kasi ang panganay noon always give, uh, receive the double portion, 66%. And then the bunso gets 33%. So, he get the money niya. Sabi ng next verse, verse 13. Verse 13. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together. Kinuha niya lahat ng kanyang gamit. Ano yung ibig sabihin nito? Wala na siyang planong bumalik. Kasi ang isang taong umaalis, kinuha lahat ng gamit niya, wala na siyang planong bumalik. Pag nag-asawa ka, kunwari, tapos kinuha mo lahat ng gamit mo sa bahay, ibig sabihin, wala ka ng planong bumalik. Di ba, minsan, pagka nag-aasawa, nag-iiwan ka pa, oma, ito yung t-shirt ko, ito yung short ko. In case bumalik ako, ha, dito ako matulog, kasi you're still part of the family. Pero siya, he gathered everything. Ibig sabihin, wala siyang planong bumalik talaga. And then sabi dito, he journeyed to a far country. Amen. Distant country. He may choose a nearby country and yet he choose the distant country. Kasi every time we run from God, lumalayo tayo ng pinakamalayong kaya natin as if hindi tayo mahabol ng Diyos. But we don't realize that God, uh, I think I said it to you, you can run from God, but you cannot outrun our God. Pwede kang tumakbo sa Diyos, pero hindi mo matatakbuhan ng Diyos. Amen? Pansamantala, yes. There is consequences. Sin is fun for a moment, but it has consequences. Do you agree? And you know what? Pagdating ng punto na makuha mo yung consequences mo, babalik ka lang kay Lord. Alam ni Lord dyan eh. Nais powerful. You have a choice. Sige, manigarilyo ka na manigarilyo na manigarilyo. Pag nagkalang cancer ka, kanino ka tatawag? Kay Lord. Amen? Tuloy mo yung addiction mo. Pag nasira yung relationship nyo, kanino ka tatawag? Kay Lord. Because a desperate man will always call to his God. Amen? And sabi dito, there he wasted his possessions with wild living. You define it, kung ano yung gusto nyo. Next verse. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in need. He began to be in want. Kasi kapag malayo ka sa source ng wisdom, you need wisdom. Pag malayo ka sa source ng peace, you will be in need. 
Kaya nga every time na lumalayo ka sa Lord, hindi mo lang nilalayuan si Lord, nilalayuan mo yung source ng wisdom, yung source ng blessing. Kaya siya nung malayo siya sa tatay niya, ano nangyari? He began to be in need. In the first place, hindi siya dapat mga ilang kasi mayaman siya Amen? He has a possession, yung possession ng kanyang mana, nakuha niya eh. But he spent everything to while living and he began to be in need. Next verse, verse 15. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into the fields to feed the pigs. Sa atin kasi, pagka tagapag-alaga ng baboy, hindi yan mababang mababa. In fact, magandang negosyo yan, pigiri eh. Totoo? Amen? Kapag sinabi nagpapakain ng baboy, normal sa kultura natin. Pero way back 2,000 years ago, ang pagpapakain, in fact, ang pig, ang isang baboy is unclean. It is categorized as unclean. Hawakan mo lang yan, you'll be unclean. In the old. So you can never touch a pig, a swine. Agree? So kapag ikaw nagpapakain ng swine, that is rock bottom. Agree? And every time you go and run away from God, you always hit rock bottom. Laging pinakamababa. Because you need somebody who is highest of them all. Our Lord God. Amen? Amen? Agree? So he, 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 he sent him to his fields to feed the swine. Next verse. I will, we will end with this story now. Huh? And he would gladly have filled with stomach with the pulse that the swine ate. Okay na siya, masaya na siya. Okay? Doon sa pagkain ng baboy, na kanyang inaalagaan. What, 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 what this story is teaching us, it is desperate moves. Kahit pagkain. Sabi ako dati nung, I've been preaching this message for, this story for so many times na. I mean, misa nga, wala ka na mapigay. Sa dami ng preaching mo about this. But one thing I realized is that, kung may taggutom sa kanilang lugar, at yung tao mismo walang makain, yung baboy pa kaya. Agree? So ibig sabihin, yung pagkain ng baboy na ito is, hindi mo ka talaga kakainin. Pero pinagnasaan niya pa rin kainin because he's desperate. Amen? Ano sabi ng Bible, no one gave him anything, no one helped him. Because the help that he need is his Father, our Lord God. How many of you believe, mga kapatid, na Jesus is all we need? Amen? You cannot add anything kay Lord. Sa mga niluluto natin, nakalagay, just add water. Parang kailangan mag-add ka ng something. Pero sa Christianity, you don't have to add anything. Jesus is enough. Amen? Just add water. Amen? Sa atin, just add water, traffic na. Amen? No one gave him anything. Verse 17. But when he came to himself, sabi niya, wait, wait, wait. How many of my father's hired servant have bread enough to spare and here I am the son dying for hunger? Sabi niya, yung, yung tatay ko nga, yung mga servant niya, sobra-sobra kinakain. Teka lang, abot ako anak dito nagtitiis sa gutom? Look at this. Mga kapatid. Amen? Sabi niya, I perish here with hunger. And is this repentance? I believe, mga kapatid, na repentance don't really happen here. Kasi kung papansin ninyo statement niya, walang ni isang magpapatunay dyan ng kanyang pag-ibig sa kanyang tatay. Ang statement niya, ang concern niya dyan, yung gutom niya. Selfish pa rin. Ang motivation niya sa pagbalik, food. Agree? Hindi yung acceptance ng tatay niya, kundi food. That's who we are. Selfish thinking. Kaya nga sabi ni Lord, cast every thought because that is against the knowledge of God. Because here, I believe na ano, ang, ang kanyang statement, sabi niya, there's, there's, there's a bread enough to spare and here I am. 
perishing with hunger. Next verse. Sabi doon, I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. Next verse. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me. Look at that. Make me like one of your hired servant. Gawin mo na lang po kung alipin. Okay na. In short, ang gusto niya sabihin, I want to earn my food. Kasi how many of you believe ang anak, hindi mo kailangan i-earn yung pagkain mo? The parents just supply food for you. Pero the servant have to earn their food. Pag sa bahay, sa amin dati sa opisina, uh, doon pa sa luma yata, may rep doon eh. Ang, ang usapan namin, kapag yung pagkain nilagay mo sa rep, lahat may ari na. Pwede na kumain kahit sino. So pag bukas mo ng rep, nakita mo, kahit may pangalan pa yan, dahil nilagay mo yun dyan, parang akin na rin yan. Clear? Sa bahay, may ref tayo. May pagkain nilalagay yung magulang mo doon. Pero pag kumuha ng pagkain ng isang anak, hindi siya kukuha ng pagkain, kukuha sa lagbok. Okay, kumuha ko ng Cheetos. Okay, tatlong lollipop. Tapos sabihin ng nanay mo, oh, tatlong lollipop. Eh, isang lollipop katumbas ng 10 push-up. So, 30 push-up, 30 push-up. No. You get the food for free kasi anak ka. You don't earn it. You just have to receive the food. Because you are a son. Amen? Amen? You are valuable. Anak ka ng Lord eh. Amen? Nagtataka ko sa tao ngayon parang bumaba na yung value ng tingin nila sa sarili nila because of their sin. Kahit lukot-lukotin mo ang 1,000 pesos, 1,000 pa rin niya pag binili mo sa 7-Eleven. Amen? Say for example, ang isang cheque. Asang cheque, kunwari binigyan ka ng cheque, 1,500. Okay? But for some reason, yung cheque, hindi mo may cash dito sa Mindoro pa. <laughs> so ginawa mo, naku, kailangan ko ito cash. So ginawa mo, sumahay ka ng bus. Pabikol ba, pabatangas? Di ko sure. Sumahay ka ng bus ngayon. Sahay ka ng bus kasi papahingkash mo yung pera mo eh. Eh, habang nasa SLEX kayo, o saan man yung lugar, nasiraan yung bus, tapos wala ka na masakyan. Nilakad mo, ang ano, tatlong araw ko naglalakad. Hanggang makarating ka sa port. Pagdating mo sa port, naganap ka ng bangka, wala. Pero may nakita ka isang bangka, pero walang driver. Ikaw din nagsaguan. Tatlong araw ko nagsasaguan ng Mindoro. Pagdating mo sa Mindoro, walang kumakausap sa'yo, walang sasakyan, nilakad mo. Gumagaapang ka na. Daladala mo yung check, iniingatan mo, baka malukot. Pagdating mo sa bahay ko, sabi mo, hindi <laughs> mo alam kung anong pinagdaanan ko sa check na ito. Ito ang check ko. One five. Pero dahil sa hirap ko, gawin mo ng 10,000. Sabihin sa'yo ng cashier, Sir, okay ka lang? 1.5 ang nakalagay. So kahit anong effort ilagay mo, 1.5 pa rin yan. See? Yung value mo doesn't change by your effort. Kahit anong effort gawin mo, yung value mo will be the same. Amen? Same. Amen? Don't think for a moment na your value is diminished. Even your worst sin cannot diminish the love of Christ in your life. Hallelujah. Ganda ng tweetable yun ha. Even the worst sin, even your worst sin cannot diminish Amen? God's love in your hearts. God's love in your life. Amen? Make me one of your hired servant. Let me earn my food. The next verse, look at this. And he arose, came to his father, but he was still a long way off. The father saw him. Amen? Ano ang just natin, hindi lang siya basta nagbibigay ng love. Siya mismo ang love. Madalas mas concerned tayo sa kung ano ang pinanggalingan natin pero hindi natin nare-realize kung ano na tayo ngayon. Alam natin galing tayo sa darkness but do you know you are in the light now? Amen? Alam natin we're come from labor but now do you realize that you are in a favor ground? 
that we are once in the darkness but now we are in light in sickness in sin now in righteousness amen because God loves us sabi dito the father ran saw him and had compassion and run run I've been preaching this message for so many years pero I'll be honest with you I'll still keep on asking the Lord bakit ba tumakbo yung tatay ang, ang main reason lang natin is that kasi yung tatay is uh, illegal for uh, hindi naman illegal but undignified ibig sabihin nakakahiya for them to run every 30 year old and above male or female don't run in their culture but he chose to run that's good but one thing I realize is this sa Old Testament I think in Leviticus may sinabi doon ako saan ang isang lalaki o isang anak na i-disrespect ang kanyang tatay ang kanyang magulang dadalin sa plaza at babatuhin hanggang mamatay sa Old Covenant if you disrespect your parents you will be stoned to death kung ngayon yan sana kawawa yung plaza totoo kawawa yung plaza hindi na magkaandauga kay mga elders kakabata pagod na ako meron pa next pagod na meron pa next kasi every time we disrespect our parents I believe with all my heart kaya tumakbo ang tatay gusto niyang unahan yung mga babato sa anak niya amen he was just saying I don't I will not allow you to stone my child he is my child and I will run running running to his son and I sabi doon he fell on his neck and kissed him I'm with you. Ang nararamdaman ng pagyakap ng Panginoon sa oras na ito. Amen? Don't you realize? It's amazing. I've been preaching this message for so many years now. Pero still, every time we study this text, and every time we study the Word of God and the love of Christ, parang may, Lord, grabe naman pag-ibig mo sa akin. Di ba? Amen? Kasi ang mundo ngayon naghahanap ng love eh. Mga kanta ngayon, Where is the love? Love, 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 love. Pero sabi ng Bible, the Father embraced him. Amoy baboy yan, ha? Amboy siya. Amoy baboy. Amboy. And, and then, niyakap siya ng tatay niya and kissed him. And then, next verse, sabi niya, he said to his son, sabi ng son, Father, I've sinned against heaven and on your side and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Malamang pumapalag-palag pa yan. Next verse. But the Father said to the servant, bring out the best robe. Not just robe but best robe. Put, put it on him. Put a ring on his finger. Ibig sabihin niyan is, pwede ka nalang bumili. You, are still, you now have property. Kasi yun yung pantatak nila. You now have authority. Put a ring on his hand. Sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted cup. Yung fatted cup na kinakatay lang natin for atonement day once a year. Pero dahil dumating ka, mas importante ka sa okasyon na yun. So I will kill the fatted cup. And let's eat and be merry. What a God we have. Amen? Does he deserve this? No! Definitely no. He deserved to be punished. He deserved to be lectured. He deserved to be taught kung anong tamang dapat gawin. But God showed His love. The first thing you do, bring out the best robe. One. Two. Put a ring on His hand. Three. Sandals on His feet. Bring the fatten cup. Four. Let's celebrate five. Five is a number of grace in the Bible. He's, he was just saying to us that He's showing grace to each and every one of us. He's showing grace and mercy to each and every one of us. You don't deserve it. But God gave it anyway. Anyway. Amen. You were once was lost, but now you are found. You are blind, but now you can see. All because of His love and His grace for you and I. So I want to encourage you to come to Him boldly in His throne and say, Father, thank you for your grace. 
Thank you for your mercy. For you accept me for who I am. I don't deserve it. But thank God for your grace. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hands. And say, Lord God, I surrender my life, my will to you for your grace. It's amazing. Thank you again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast channel for past episodes. If you want to support this ministry financially, you can do so by sending us an email at gsmnb at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.